0: Explore yourself, develop spiritually, and create a spirit-centered life. Listen in as I bring forth metaphysical, spiritual, magical, and mystical information from my 60 years of intuitive living and 30 plus years of professional service. Welcome to your mystical direction. This is Lisa Busan. Hi there. I know I'm a little late. Whatever. Life goes on, right? Ha! Life goes on. Yeah, yeah, life happened today. Life happened, so a little bit busy, a little bit... A kind of crazy busy so I didn't get to the mystical direction at noon like I normally do but never fear I am here <laughs> so today we're talking about your clairsentience in other words your fight or flight your sense intuitive sensing of feeling getting those vibes feeling past present and future Things like that. That's what we're talking about today. So, welcome. As you come in, say hi. Let me know you're here, just just in case. Otherwise, I'm talking out of my mouth to nobody. So, hi, everybody. Thanks for letting me know you're on and that you can hear me okay. Well, one of the things that brought me to talking about clairsentience today is because... There's been a couple people of late, potential students, but people just needing some spiritual counseling about what they're feeling and what they're experiencing. And if you're um, uneducated about these type of things, and even if you're not, there's always someone else's point of view or a little helping hand, a little guidance. And so with your clairsentience, see we have clairs. There's different um, clairvoyance is seeing, clairaudience is hearing, clairsentience is your gut instinct. And everybody, everybody, everybody has clairsentience. Everybody does. It's your gut instinct. That's your right as a mammal. You're given that at birth or probably before birth. And that's how we get the the heebie-jeebies. It's also how we can manage what's right and what's wrong for us. And also there's a couple instances I'll go into a little bit later about how I learned to finally listen to my own clear sentence, right? Because very often when, when we get this feeling like there's a heebie jeebie or there's something wrong or whatever, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. There's no, means of analytics like how can we dissect this to figure out like why am i feeling anxious why am i feeling like i'm in peril or that i need to run and hide now anxiety attacks aside because i know that that's a real thing we also have that fight or flight mode and that's our clairsentience kicking in so in i say the normal, everyday clairsentience, we can pick up all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff, whether it's about a person, a place, or a thing, even if we can't logically figure out why we're experiencing those things. For instance, years and years and years ago, before I actively started working in this field, I met my older sister's boyfriend And he looked fine. He's a good-looking guy. acted fine. But my gut instinct was going, oh, hell no. Well, come to find out, a few months later, he pulled a gun on her. So in that instance, you have to, you got to listen to it, right? Because logically, I'm thinking, Lisa, stop being a bitch. There's nothing wrong with this guy. Look at him. He's good-looking. He's got a decent job. He treats her well. For the time being, right? So logically, there was no explanation for me getting those heebie-jeebies. But it was there nonetheless, and I, I couldn't refute it. And a couple of things just like that happened throughout my life, earlier on, before I started doing this work, as I said, that made me like sit up and take notice. And so when I did start this work and finally put a name to it, I played with it. Mm-hmm. I played with it. But it wasn't until, I man, I'd say probably my early 30s, did I actually start working with it, testing it. And what I came to find out was usually three days. On um, the third day for me was when that event or that. Uh, peril or doom would take effect and but that's just my norm that's what I found so if you're going through something like this this is what I recommend is keep an idea or a a journal or whatever of what you felt where you felt it like where you are you're in the house in the car Um, if you're in the car where are you and you may start to see a you may start to see a pattern that you can follow. Alright. So as I get into this, I'm gonna do some quick tell you a little bit quickly about this, but I'm also going to be doing medium ship readings, which is talking to your loved ones. I got a couple of people here right off the bat I got a couple of people here And granted, I don't know who's coming through, so um, it is definitely spirit-driven. In other words, I'm not seeing your name and going to you. I'm definitely going spirit-driven, so I'm just going to be talking to the spirit people that are here in my office with me and giving you pieces of evidence. So if you could take the person who's here, absolutely own it. So getting back to the clairsentience, one of the things that... I think everybody would understand is you know when you get the heebie-jeebies or the hair on your back stack stands on end or your hair on your arm stands on them you just get one of those things that's your clairsentience that is your clairsentience so that's one of the reasons why i always recommend shaking somebody's hand when you first meet them look him in the eye shake him in the hand again remember they might look nice they might look very professional they might look they might look like a bum. Never judge by your eyes. Never judge by your eyes. Shake their hand. Feel that energy, right? Because even though, again, remember you've heard clairsentience since you were born. So everything is filtered through that clairsentience as I'll as I'll go over in a minute. But that is your strongest sense. Always. That's for everybody. That's your strongest sense, because that's one you've been using even before you knew you had a Claire. (laughs) So, you know, when you meet someone you might, or even let's say you're standing in an elevator or something like that with someone, right? You might be overwhelmed with maybe sadness or joy, or you walk into a, let's say a cafeteria or a place where there's a lot of people present. Maybe you're in a, um, a stadium or that kind of thing. And sometimes that can be overwhelming. And that's part of clairsentience because you're picking up so much from everybody that that's overwhelming. And you could very well be picking up what they're experiencing, what they're sensing at the moment as well. But more often than not, you're picking up who they are as a person, whether they're bad, good, indifferent, lazy, dangerous whatever right so don't and I know it's hard because we're we're all taught that you know that people should look a specific way and whether you believe that or not you know and I would like to say I'm uh, as per appearances I'm not a judgmental person however if there was someone that was like completely covered in tattoos I'd be like you know so I, I think that's a normal reaction that certain people we gravitate toward and certain people are like, eh, mm, right? But it doesn't mean they're a bad person. So don't please judge with your eyes. Because like I said, I can't tell you how many times I reprimanded myself saying, Lisa, stop being a bitch. Just take them at hands value, not facial value, but hands value, yeah. So, what's the purpose in all that? The purpose is your fight or flight mode and survival, right? So you have that way back. That's like many, 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 many lifetimes ago. You know, maybe you were a caveman. Who knows? So those are things your your clairs. You needed to use those. You needed to use those, and that's just something. Like I said, you're a mammal, so that's normal. All right. Now, these sensations, whether it's, again, clairvoyance, which is seeing, clairaudience, which is hearing, clairsentience, which is gut instinct, and there's a lot of other clairs, but those are the main three that, that most of us use. Now, you can describe the clairsentience that we're talking about is like the sixth sense. You know that movie, right? Um, now, the sixth sense, primarily, you know, he saw the spirit people, so primarily it was actually clairvoyance but because in clairsentience you can feel past present and future and that's where when I do psychic readings I can tell what's coming I might be able to give you a uh, date like okay so I'm looking at April of next year or I'm feeling I'm feeling uh, within a couple weeks all right so I go by my sensing my gut instinct that clairsentience to get a timeline And you can do the same thing once you guys start tapping into and actually using, intentionally using your clairsentience as a tool to help you. All right. So keeping in mind, you know, I used to see spirit just like I would see you and me when I was a little girl. I couldn't tell that they were dead. And of course, it freaked me the hell out and I shut it down. So now I don't. Um, well, I can't say I don't. Rarely. Let me put it that way. But I might see them here, or I might see like orby blobs, or or even someone who's very ghost-like, so etheric. In other words, I can see them, but I can't really see them clearly, you know. But, whether it's clairvoyance or clairaudience, you have to real, or no matter other other clairs, everything, 100%, everything is filtered through your clairsentience. Because if I see spirit... I actually feel spirit as well. It's almost like a simultaneous thing, because if I see a man here, and I do see a man here, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but if I so if I see a man here, how do I feel about him? Do I feel like he was a grumpy old Gus, or do I feel like he was a jokester? Do I feel like he was a happy-go-lucky? Do I feel like he was very studious? I feel that. Right, I feel that. So you could always trust your clairsentience, but I understand that as a beginner, as a beginner, you might not trust it. I get it, I totally get it. So play games. There's one thing I always tell my students, play games. Play games with your spirit people. And what I mean by that is set up yourself a, like a system, like I want to feel this or I want to um, meet somebody and I'm going to trust what I get, right? And the the purpose behind that is completely going by how you feel about that person. Let's say if you see someone uh, panhandling on the side of the road. How do you feel about that? Does it like make the hair on the back of your neck stand up? They might look like a bag of bones or a -a ragamuffin or whatever. But remember, don't judge by what you're seeing. So there might be a... And there logically could be a learning curve here. Absolutely. So next time you go to a store, not necessarily a supermarket, but a store, let's say so earlier today I was in Ulta. So I had a young lady helping me. She was very pleasant. I liked her a lot. Um she wasn't gorgeous, she was just average, you know, typical, you know, average person. But I liked her. Because she was very helpful. But not because of her helpfulness. But because I vibed her. (laughs) So it's kind of like you're tuning in. Right? Yeah. So pay attention to what you're seeing. But pay attention more. On what you're feeling about someone. Okay? So. It's often. That our heads get in the way. Because we're taught to be logical. We're taught to be. We're taught that some things are good and some things are bad. Or some things are right and some things are wrong. The older you get, the more you understand that that's not always the case. So, vibe into it. Vibe into it. Right? So, again, we're taught to analyze everything. And that's, that's not your fault. That's who we are. Because like, once you get into preschool nowadays, everything is taught to us. And fortunately or unfortunately, your instructors or teachers have a steady hand in that. And fortunately and unfortunately, so do your parents. Right? So you may have a pre-existing judgment as per certain people, things, places. Mm -hmm. So judge for yourself. And when you catch yourself judging someone on their physical appearance, Or even the words that come out of their mouth. Back off. Say listen. Stop being a bitch. Get to know who they are. Right? Feel who they are. Sense who they are. Because what comes out of their mouth may be totally different than who they are. Right? Or... The clothing that they're wearing at the moment, is not who they are, right? It's not their heart. It's not their soul. Yeah. All right. So, um, let's see here. Oh, a couple instances I wanted to bring up. One time I had, I actually had a dream and I had a dream. I was about ready to head to, I think it was, I know I was going to Tennessee, but I don't know where I was going. I think it was actually a Sherry. I think it was. I think it was Nashville. I think I was going for a painting convent convention. You see, if you don't know me, I used to actually paint for a living, and so there was conventions all over the place, all over the world. So, um, I think I was I was driving. Yes, as a matter of fact, I know what it is. I was driving to Nashville in the Opryland Hotel. We were going to a painting convention with two two of my friends, and the night before we left, I had a dream about a burgundy car, and I dreamt that. I was sitting in the car. Um, I was sitting in a police car. I had rear ended the red car, the burgundy car. And and I was sitting in a police car with the other lady who I had rear ended and she was comforting me and saying, you know, it's okay, I've been there, I've done that, it's it's not great, but it happens, right? Well, so for me, at that time, I had just started, you know, really tapping in and learning about this kind of stuff, even though I didn't use it professionally. But I knew for me it was usually within three days to three weeks, three days or two weeks, give or take. Well, so I went all the way back and forth from Nashville, did all my traveling. I was the driver and nothing good. So then the day I get home, I was driving, sure enough, I was driving behind this burgundy car and it was like, ding, 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 back off, least, back off. And you know what? It had rained, but the roads were mostly dry. And if I hadn't backed off, I'd have clobbered her because she slammed on her brakes for the person in front of her and luckily i had plenty of time but i still only missed her by maybe less than a foot cuz i skidded mm-hmm. and the roads were not just barely wet so yeah so it's usually within 2 weeks for me but usually on the 3rd day and then so here's here's a place thing here's a place thing so when my kids were in high school i used to drive them every day cuz they were just outside the they're outside that that mile and a half or mile marker or whatever. So I was driving one of my, I don't know which one, but I was driving the kids to school and all of a sudden, I'm just shy of the school and I got those heebie-jeebies. So of course I'm on high alert, right? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. The next day, exactly the same thing. Right around the same time, heebie-jeebies. I'm thinking, okay, what the hell? So I knew at that point, mm-hmm, three days, in three days from the first event, I was in an accident at the exact same spot. So I was preconceiving or conceptualizing or sensing what's coming. I was sensing what's coming. So some people could say, if you're aware of what an Akashic record is, some people could say I might've been tapping into that and it very well could be, it very well could be. But nonetheless, it was through my clairsentience that I was doing so. So if you guys start getting those heebie-jeebies or you start sensing impending doom or you start sensing something bad, make a note of it, put it on your calendar, make a note of it. And then when you feel that, or when you uh, notice that the event has happened, keep track of that. Because very often your spirit people will, your loved ones, your your ancestors, your spirit guides, will very often bring that to you. It's just your blueprint, it's your map. As a soul, it's your map. Right? So very often what we'll see is that our clairsentience only proves reliable once we've seen a pattern of failures that cause us to not take action. All right, so in other words, we test it. We have to test it. And that's me. I'm what you call an open-minded skeptic. That's me. It has to be proven. And throughout all my journey with the spirituality and with the world of spirit and thinking, oh, this is woo-woo bullshit, I always test everything. I test absolutely everything. I still do. Because I can't tell you that it's real unless I can say without a doubt that it is. So, yeah, so without that belief in the authenticity of the message or the authenticity of your clairsentience, you won't know to trust it. So, and that's why I say to keep a journal. Keep a journal. Write it, gut gut instinct or whatever. So you can do a Google search for your in your calendar or whatever, and and uh, pull it up. So you can see your reference points. Right? It works. It works. And let me tell you this: the more often you work with it, the more often spirit's going to give you that same reaction, so that you can use it. and that's the big thing here that's the big thing so that you can use those tools you have within you with intention and with clarity Mm -hmm. yes so it's not willy-nilly right use it to help yourself so then um Let's do a let's do a few readings, okay? I'll do a few readings. So again, this is mediumship, and I'll be doing um, just a few random spirits that I have here. I've got three spirit here right now, but they could come and go. I don't know. But so I'm going to give you evidence, pieces of evidence. Keep in mind, if I give you three or four pieces of evidence, you got to have three or four pieces of evidence, not just one of them. However, even if you don't understand what's being said, if you can take part of the message, do it. Because as you've probably heard me before, that there's a piggybacking or split linking as it's professionally known, where two or more spirit can get together. And I've seen up to 10 where two or more spirits can get together and all have the same evidence. Right? And it's just it's remarkable. It's just remarkable. But, so, the first person I have here, I, okay, fine, the The older gentleman that I had here late earlier, he's still here, but he's saying ladies first. So I'm going to go to the lady I've got first here. Alright, now, I do get a sense that this is a mom. She is older. I want to say she's mm, mid-70s, I would say, at least mid-70s. I do see that she has a uh, tinted hair probably I feel like lighter hair if it's strawberry blonde or uh, like a beigey, creamy blonde all right not white white but I do feel like it's tinted she has shorter hair about down here kind of like typical yeah it's pretty anyways uh, medium build just a little bit heavier I do get a sense that she passed from cancer now I also get a sense of something going on in her throat area so I don't know if it's cancer in the in the thyroid or esophageal or whatever, but something here where she's having difficulty. I feel like she either can't breathe or can't eat. So there might be tubing going down her throat or something like that. So if you could let me know um, if this makes sense to you. So I've got a mom here, passed from cancer. She used to tint her hair. I definitely feel like that. So she would be a regular in the beauty shop, I do feel. And hang on, I've got stuff going on here. I got stuff popping up all over the place. And so keep in mind, um, I also feel like she's 5'4", maybe 5'5", five, five at the most, but a little on the heavier side. Um, I also get, so Angela understands it so far. So Angela, that's mom to you, right? Because I don't feel like this is grandma. I feel like more like mom. Okay. No sister, again, if this isn't your mom, and I'm not saying it's not for you. This says keyframe too low. Hmm. I have no idea what that is. Anyways, so let's just, it says action needed, but I don't know what that is. So if this is not your mom, listen in because the messages, even though you have all the information, except for let, it's not mom, pay attention. This is a cledon. In other words, it's a piggyback, okay? Now, so, okay, so Tara also, two years ago, not cancer, but passed with a breathing tube. Eh, No, I feel like it's definitely cancer, okay? Cancer in the chest, and I feel like the lung is important. So I don't know if it's breast cancer, lung cancer, or whatever, all right? So, you know what? Let me ask you guys. Can you guys hear me okay and see me okay? Because I keep on getting this error message that something's wrong. It says keyframe rate too low. I don't know what the hell that is. And I'm in the middle of this, so I don't want to interrupt anything. Okay, so Cheryl says you guys can hear and see me again. Okay, thank you, girls. So, all right. So I have this woman here. Now, there's a couple things I'm seeing. I'm seeing BBB. So it could be Barbara, Betty, Bonnie, whatever. And these are linking names. It doesn't have to be be her. It can be someone around you, all right? Now, at the same time knowing how my spirit people speak. It could be that there's people in your family who all have the same initial. So let's say all the kids have the initial B. So we have a Bonnie, a Bob, and a, and a Barney or whatever, right? So they were all named the same. Um, okay, let me read Becky's. Yeah, so Becky, it could be you as well, okay? Yeah, so go ahead and take that as, as one of your loved ones as well. Now... So she is telling me that she is often, she's saying to me, I'm often by your side, and you actually feel it through um, shivers, like Zzz, one of those things, right? And so she's talking to me about that. So use that. Yes, Ruthie, Becca, Billy, and Betty. Absolutely. Absolutely. So B, B, B. So that makes sense. So. She's saying to me that she's often by your side, and she's actually coming through today because of your clairsentience. That's why she's coming through, because she's confirming to you what you're feeling. So whether it's a a spirit-loved one or a shadow person or a deceased animal or whatever, you have an aura, right? Everybody has an aura. Every living thing has an aura. Well, because our energy our aura never dies it still remains right it's still here so what happens is when mom comes through and her aura kind of like vibes in with your aura aura think of it as like a radio frequency like you know so you start feeling that like oh something's happening and that's why you might get heebie-jeebies or you might start feeling tingles on one side of your body and so that's her saying that you're on it. You're absolutely on it. You're on track of it. Although you may not understand that it's actually her. Right? All right. So yes, Carla, absolutely. So everybody who can take this lady, again, I've given you like three or four or five pieces of evidence with her. If you can take all of it, great. I'm absolutely with you. If you can take all of it, but one, I'm absolutely with you too. So please understand that the message, that what she's bringing through is for you as well very common very common piggybacking or split linking is what it's called now so i leave that with you everybody i think it's all just ladies that have um, t- tapped in so far now i do have a man here i just absolutely love his energy and the reason why is because i can feel him just like we've been talking about Claire Sentience today i can feel oops just a minute I can feel his energy. He's—I'm gonna say—he's probably mid-seventies as well. He's on the lean side. Probably uh, (laughs) he—he's very proud that he does have hair. Not a lot of it; it is thin. I get a sense of him being like medium brown when he was younger, medium brown hair. Um, But he's pretty white, especially up, kind of like me, right? So white up in front and kind of darker in back. Uh, Receded hairline. Now, I do, he's, he just put his hands in his pocket. He's jingling change. So that could be very telling. Maybe that was one of the things he did, one of the traits that he did. So he's jingling with his chain, change. So I feel like this is dad. I don't feel grandpa. I feel father. I also am seeing clairvoyantly that he's like one step up the ladder, which tells me that he's one generation up from you. So I feel like this is dad. Uh, medium to thin build medium to thin build, uh, gray in front, darker in the back. Um, When he was younger, he would have had like medium brown hair. Now, also at the same time, he's got jingling chains. We've got four different things there. I'm also seeing um, there's something going on with his stomach area. I do feel also that there's multiple things going on in the stomach area. Um, Lower to middle abdominal so that tells me it could be a uh, bladder or prostate or uh, colon or something like in that, okay? Even um, he, he, he's going like this. So tweak it a little bit at least. So it could also be then uh, uh, kidneys and liver, right? I'm not getting any um, cause of death as for heart and lungs. This is all, this is lower, I feel, right? So... Okay, so if anybody can take this, please chime in. Let me know. Uh, Marianne Golden, so everything rings true for your dad. Yes. So he's showing... Oh, wait, hang on. He's also telling me at one time he was also a smoker. And he's also saying to me... There's some kind of... Well, that makes sense, maybe Marianne. Is there something to do with him with old-time country singers like Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard? Okay, so the old-time guys, right? So it could very well be that that makes some kind of sense there. But I'm also picking up... He's showing me that sounds like there's something something to do. No, Tara, not dementia. Oh, it's all below the waist is what I'm seeing. Below the waist or below the ribcage? So, he's talking to me also about, um, yes, Marianne says he loved them. Yeah, so it's the old, the old time country dudes, right? And he's showing me that there's a celebration right now. He's got a glass of wine in his hand, whether he drank wine or not. That's just one of my celebratory things, symbol. And so there's, he's... Toasting there's either a a celebratory event like a birthday anniversary right now and or you yourself have just accomplished something that has uh, Bumped you up if you will bumped you up a level so he's recognizing the fact that there's celebration that you will be doing or you should be doing and He's he's right there with you Absolutely right there with you. He's also showing me. There's a really fluffy dog in spirit. I almost want to say it's probably the size of maybe a Cocker Spaniel. So, medium-sized dog, right? Um, But it's very fluffy. I don't, I can feel the fluff. That's interesting. So with our clairsentience, I didn't see the Cocker Spaniel. I felt the fluff and the weight of the dog. See, right? Well, no, see, feel. (laughs) Right, so we talked about, about the, 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 sensing and today was all about the clairsentience so so yeah so i felt the fur i felt the weight of the dog so yes so um yeah so he's here he just wants to let you know that he's right there with you as you're aware hopefully and but he's celebrating with you he's also showing me so here's something new i don't know if he's talking to me about you dieting or Because one of the things he gave me was tighten the belt. So this could be multiple things. I'm not going to go into this now and really dissect it. But it's either he shows me you losing weight, becoming more healthy, and or tightening the belt financially. Right? So keep that in mind. He's definitely aware of what's going on. This is so funny. Oh, my God. So you know when they used to put like gold stickers on kids' forehead, like if they did something good? Yeah, he's got stickers all over your head. <laughs> oh, Marianne, okay, so it's about the money. There you go. So whatever you're doing, he's like you've got stars all over your head. So, yeah, it's like a million kisses and a million good luck. So there you go, my dear. All right, <clears throat> moving on. There's a younger man here. I get, ooh, I don't know if I like him or not. So, of course, if you guys were coming for a reading, I wouldn't say that. Or I would just say, hmm, there's something going on here. But you guys are like in my in my tribe. <laughs> so because we're talking about clairsentience, I'm letting you know everything I'm feeling and experiencing. So this man, I'm going to say he's younger, but not super young. I'm going to say 50-ish, somewhere around there, 50-ish. He's talking to me about being a nomad. In other words, it would be hard to nail him down or he would stay for a little while and then he'd take off and he'd stay for a little while and he'd take off. So he talks to me about being that nomadic lifestyle and it's almost like he's one of these people that... I love how they're all integrating the clairsentience into this. He's saying to me after a certain period of time, and he would only know if he would feel it, that he would start feeling um, the need to run, the need to get away, the need to go. And one of the things that I felt was that his lifestyle was, I almost want to say outside of our norm in that he'd just be very transient. And I'm also feeling as if he would be like he would go he would be in different areas different states, so very I would say nomadic. That's kind of what it feels like to me. Um, he's definitely I'm gonna say he's probably only maybe about five nine five ten at the most. Dark hair, he had dark hair, and good looking guy, real good looking guy. I feel like he was very, I want to say charismatic. But then at the same time, uh, and this might be where I'm picking up that I'm not sure if I like the man or not. I almost feel like he could be narcissistic. So he could use that charisma to his benefit when he needed to. All right. So if you could take this man, let me know. Right. I'm going to say again, I don't feel like he's any more than 50. Yeah. I would say almost between 40 and maybe 53 at the most. Um, I'm also picking up a C around him, so I don't know if it's he's literally by the C or the initial C, all right? So um, for some reason, I keep on feeling uh, like a Charles or a Christopher or something like that, okay? So I also feel like... Well, this is kind of weird. So, okay, guys, I need your help. Who was Rip Van Winkle? I know he was a fairy tale, but what was he about? God, we're going back to like... Okay, who was Rip Van Winkle? Um... (laughs) Doesn't this make sense? Okay. He's a Dutch American man with a habit of avoiding useful work. Lives in a village at the foot of New York's cat so shit, he was real. Ha! I hear I, was, I thought he was a, a fairy tale. Um, lives at the end the foot of the mountains. Um, That's interesting. Avoiding useful work. Who would have thought? So, yes, so slept a lot. That's what I thought, sure. I thought he was a, yeah, a fairy tale. But according to, this is, um, it says, Wikipedia, Rip Van Winkle, a Dutch-American man with a habit of avoiding useful work, lives in a village at the foot, blah, blah, blah. Um, Of course, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just the folklore or whatever. Whatever. So anyways, so it really makes sense It makes a lot of sense that he avoided useful work, which is pretty much what he gave me, that he was nomadic and he would work a little bit and then take off. Okay, so who can take this man? Who can take this man? I get a sense, I get a sense that this is either brother or father. Brother or father. Um, I almost feel... Just a minute, let me seal into him a little bit more so I can get some more. There may be, there may be a Polish reference, either on his side or your side. So uh, Cheryl says it might be your soulmate. Carolyn says it might be a dad. Darlene says all might be dad. Um, Darlene says dad, yeah, so not even up to his 40. So possibly, possibly. But anyway, so if you can understand also, so we have a, a middle-aged man, dark hair, Rip Van Winkle type personality, um, almost like narcissistic, uh, some kind of Polish, possibly. All right, just because I, he just showed me in my mind's eye, he showed me a Polish market that's nearby me. So keep that in mind, right? So, nope, not grandfather. It's just, it was your generation or one generation up, all right? So I'm going to give you the message that he's giving me. The first thing out of his mouth is, forgive me. Forgive me. So here's here's the thing. You know that, forgive me for I know not what I do or know not what I've done. That's what he's saying. That is what he's saying. Which tells me, intuitively I'm feeling this, which tells me he probably was a narcissist. Because very often a narcissist will not know that what they're doing is wrong. Well, they might know it, but they don't give a shit, right? But that's what he's getting at. So I do feel like that. So you may have been a victim, but everybody else might think, oh, he's a great guy. (laughs) Because they have not touched upon the ramifications. Mm -hmm. So one of the things he's also showing me is that if you could Look at your time together with him. No matter how long or short it was. If you could look at your time together with him as a learned lesson for the future, then there's reason. This is a tough one for you. There's reason to embrace that relationship. I know how hard it is. I've been a victim of a narcissist. I know how hard that is. But also, if you look at it this way, you see I use, when it comes up, not all the time, but when it comes up, I use that lesson that I learned to help you guys. And this, I think, is what he's getting at so that you can learn that to save those people around you who are going through the same thing or trying to overcome the same thing. Now, he's also showing me For some reason, he just showed me that there's something on a cheek of his. I don't know if it was a birthmark or a mole or an age spot or whatever. So I'm not quite certain about what this is. Just i am seeing like a darker spot there. Anyways, so he's down on his knees. Mm-hmm. Down on his knees. Do I leave you with that? All right, my kidlets, so keep in mind, if you if you came in late, I talked about the, our natural ability of clairsentience, the, the sensing, the psychic sensing that we're all born with, that we can all use, play with it. When you get those messages, note a date, note a time, note anything pertaining to that that you get so that you can come up with a, I guess, a plan, right? Because Spirit will show you, um, again, like for me, it was three days. Spirit will show you your own plan, like what you can rely upon so that you can trust it and use it. So my dears, God bless. Have a lovely day. Take care.